needs an enema. There you go. <laughs> not impressed. Let's rock. I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. Not acceptable. Here to before. This is the Brian Suits Show. This is one time where television really fails to capture the true excitement of a large squirrel predicting the weather. I Brunchett's show. It is Practice Friday, full-on Practice Friday, the 1st of your February. It's 2-1-24, uh, everybody. Um, and good morning, producer Greg is here. When is, for the record, isn't Groundhog Day in February? February dose. So tomorrow. Correct. Because I was wondering why I, because I, what I, what I've, as I'm saving stuff now, now, now that we're coming coming up on the, the one-year anniversary of the morning montage, I'm finding old uh, morning montages, and I'm saying to myself, "Self, well, what's that from?" and stuff. And so I incorporated a throwback into this morning's morning montage. And uh, if you're holding your breath, waiting for the big retaliatory Iranian killing airstrikes, you might want to hold your breath a little longer, or get a scuba tank, or something more. And also, very, I got to say, I, I've never. This is organic. This is no no doing of, of any presidential campaign uh, right now except the, the Biden campaign. And it's angering their base black voter by closing your community, uh, your community center that your kids go to to let illegal aliens go there. And now in New York with this illegal aliens uh, assaulting two New York cops and then strolling out on bail the next morning as they flip off local cameras. This is not a good way to endear yourself with the the voters that you assume are always going to vote uh, Democratic. But more on that in just a minute. And who knew that DCYF may be drug dealers? The complaint says she pulled down her pants, as you see in the video, yeah. exposing herself to children nearby, and she handled business that way. Well, there you go. What has happened? Um, these illegal immigrants are coming in here, taking all our resources. I need money for me and my kids, and I was born here. It appears that you're trying to be the premier sex trafficking no, Of course not, Senator. In this uh, country. Senator, that's ridiculous. No, S it Senator. is not. What you do is what you believe, and everything else is just cottage cheese. Oh, I think America has been dying to know what James Carville thinks about Taylor Swift. Have you ever been a member of the Chinese Communist Party? Senator, I'm Singaporean, no. And that's the troubling point. I think there's a misunderstanding. Governor Inslee has a misunderstanding. This comet has not passed Earth for about 50,000 years. What? Look at that, under a minute. Bring it in under a minute. Um, so far all week. Um, so uh, anyway, uh, that uh, guy bad-mouthing Governor Inslee is the chief of police of Centralia PD, this guy. Governor Inslee has a misunderstanding. This comet has not passed. Because the DCYF facility, the Department of Tra Child, Youth, and Family Department, uh, state, large state agency, I believe per employee, I think it, it outdoes DOT or the state patrol. I think it's, it's very close. But <clears throat> anyway, as far as uh, scandals per thousand employees, it, it absolutely beats uh, everybody. So DCYF, you know... Um, Runs, for instance, Echo Glen off of I-90. And that—that that is minors. That's, you know, a, a youth detention facility. But if, you, if you're if you a big boy, and, you know, if a youth murders 
when they turn 18 on their birthday, they're not driven to Walla Walla or something like that. They'll never get, uh, you know, a life sentence or whatever, but they'll finish out their sentence at, at a place called Green Hill in Chehalis. So if you're, if you're down with the, if you, if you pay attention, if you go down your I-5, uh, <clears throat> there's a big, uh, big bend uh, in I-5 as it goes around and avoids Chehalis. You can see Green Hill right there to your left as you're going south. It's to the east of, of I-5. Well, those are 17 to 24-year-olds. And, and, and video got out a couple uh, weeks ago that Q13 showed of body cam footage of a raid. They had to serve a warrant because the detainees are ODing. Uh, and not just once, but many times. And uh, like Shahela's PD has to respond to this facility. And they're getting multiple uh, ODs. And, and it also looks like the, the state's lying about it. And that Shahela's PD keeps accurate records and the state does not. Um, so anyway, more on that later. I'm, I'm, I really sense that there's a, there's a big deal happening there. And that deal. So did you, Producer Greg, you said that Portland is now under emergency decree for 90 days, whatever that means? Because of the drugs? Because of the fentanyl and the poo. So I am I am morbidly curious. I want to know what emergency decree looks like. Because, again, as I've said over and over, over and over and over, you don't want to hit bottom. And I, I think we've avoided that here in Seattle. But I think it's important to see what wrong looks like. So I, I might pop down there on Saturday. Um, I, I have to I'm gonna, I have to bribe uh, the kid, because really awesome bookstore doesn't do it anymore. Portland is now a living meme of how it started versus how it's going. My God. Yeah, it, it totally is. Um, well, uh, before we get to the woman fly, uh, peeing in the uh, aisle uh, of the Spirit Airlines uh, plane, <clears throat> the, the White House is panicking. And foreign policy may be the uh, the loss uh, here. By the way, the Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, is going to do his first press conference at 7.30 uh, our time, Pacific. But the president, and, and the, the big indi indicator to me that it, it may be that they have a completely different plan. Because, first of all, Democrats are loath to ever use force or ha have to be forced into a position where they have to use force, though most Americans would like to see something done, would like to see uh, Iran pay a price for, you know, killing three Americans. I mean, even Bill Clinton bombed the crap out of Baghdad uh, in, in uh, uh, 1999. And, and yes, I said even Bill Clinton. And so the the, the, the president, the, the great masterful foreign policy president um, is working on a plan to avoid hurting or killing any of the militia members that uh, did what they did. And and at this point, giving them five days to, to clear the room, to, to get the hell out of there, uh, which they're doing, Be believe me, which they're doing as fast as they can. So what we would bomb right now, whatever we would claim about, oh, we destroyed a base, uh, no, that's not what it is. It's not there anymore. So... Um, so anyway, be, and part of the reason is because he wants to be reelected. And the, the problem is he keeps hearing uh, minority voters that they can count on as Democrat votes say, th say things like this about, uh, for, for instance, um, they had to take away, uh, they, they had to take uh, uh, hotels 
that they had, don't have enough hotel rooms for illegal immigrants. So they're now now they're putting them in community centers. And Boston's minority minority community, and Boston, by the way, is a Democrat town. But now the most the, the voters they can count on the most are saying, yeah, no. You grab something, you just walk out. We're going to show you how fraud works with this technology. Migrants, there's no room at the emergency shelters. Now the governor is taking a state-owned recreation center in the city's predominantly black Roxbury neighborhood and turning it into a temporary shelter, depriving local residents of their community space. I think the community loves to support that type of, uh, of activity that's needed for folks who are homeless and need a place to stay. But again, to be asked to, uh, to do something without asking us is, is, is not the right approach. Now listen to this guy. Um, these illegal immigrants are coming in here, taking all our resources, and people who have been fighting for their own piece of the pie are being left out in the cold. There you go. Um, and and uh, this woman unloaded this morning, a, a, a black mother of four unloaded on Fox this morning uh, about the entire situation. And the White House knows that there's not going to be some grand bargain about immigration because uh, no one has seen the, the bill and too many rumors have come out. And so you, you can denounce the rumors and say, that's not in there. But you can't show me the text. No one has seen the text. So they can say, strongest border immigration bill uh, ever in history. But show me. What's your source? No one has seen the bill. And that's what uh, Mike Johnson, the John Mikeson, the Speaker of the House, and all of them have said. So you know what the president's doing? You know what they've announced tomorrow? Remember that giant train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio? Yeah, months and months ago. A year ago. And they they unleashed, they deployed the Buttigieg. Uh, like four days into it, Pete, Pete Buttigieg went there, who knows nothing about trains or whatever. And and then remember the, the deal was because of a, a fire that they couldn't put out, they were afraid that it would cause tanker cars full of vinyl chloride, whatever that is, to explode and turn into a really bad deal. And so they did a controlled burn of an entire train of tanker cars with the toxic cargo, right? So every, everybody's property value plummeted, cratered. The president didn't visit, so they've announced now he's going to visit. Swear to God, true story. Well, and here's the funny part. Uh, the advance party went out last weekend and got, got the bummed rush out of very conservative eastern Ohio. And so they're wondering how do we um, how do we damage control this because they're probably ag agreeing to fly fly into a poop show. Um, this is the mayor of East Palestine, and he's he's uh, he's saying the phrase that pays uh, th this morning on Fox. Uh, yeah, Chris. For for the most part. Uh yeah, most of the people are fine. Uh, th there are still some lingering health questions, and that's why the invitation was put out to him. Uh, I don't, you know, I, I didn't have to invite President Trump to come, uh, but you know, I felt that, you know, I, I had to, you know, send out a personal invitation to President Biden to come so we can get some of these answers to some of these lingering health concerns. Because uh, that, remember, that's how that was spun is, uh, well, Trump's just going there for a campaign Stunt, whatever. Well, at least he went there. And I mean, that gesture, you know, it's not like the president shows up with a roll of tar paper and a hammer or something. But I mean, at least shows some concern. And the, the impression a year ago was that Biden only cares about you if you voted for him. 
Um, and and so, but um, don't ask that of the press secretary because she's in that sort of that that. Why are you even asking me uh, that mode? Hear this, I say this over and over. You hear from the president over and over again because he wants to be make sure that he's there for this community. I have to go. Yeah. So no, no follow ups. Thank you. I gotta That's go. That's not right. And so anyway, this. He wants to have a piece of phenomenal news tomorrow. It's not going to be, uh, we've killed the guys that killed three American soldiers. It's going to be, I'm a great peacemaker. I stared them down. Um, I, I got out our, our the big stick. I swung it around. They're terrified of it. And I, I don't have to use it because I'm, I'm unlike Trump. I'm a great peacemaker and the whole thing. And then, oh, by the way, look over there. Uh, there's a all-encompassing total... Uh, uh, two-state solution peace deal in Gaza. That They're working furiously for this. So maybe he thinks, maybe he's going to announce a two-state solution in East Palestine, <laughs> that there's going to be a West Palestine. There's going to be two states called Palestine in America or something. Or he's going to move the Gazans to East Palestine. And he'll, he'll pay pre-disaster market value for everyone's house um, and all that. So, <clears throat> um, so this woman uh, is in Boston. Fox puts a mic in her in her face because the community center, you know, and, and it, we don't really, you know, we, I got to say, if, if there are really built up urban areas in Seattle, they're only a few blocks. But there are neighborhoods that rely on a neighborhood center for your basketball or a, a boys and girls club even or, or whatever. And if you live in that area and you don't have a lot of like open fields or a place to play baseball, it's a big deal. And it feels personal if someone tells you you can't you can't go in there uh, because the illegal, illegal aliens are going to be in there. You know, you were just on the street, yes. and I saw your outrage. Yes. Why are you outraged? Because this place was, like you said, it's free. It was a place for our children. Our children. I have four children, and it's sad. You know, I have four boys, you know, and— we really don't have nothing in the community that's free for us. Don't get me wrong. It's great that they want to help the immigrants. But what about the Americans that are already here? Ouch. Ouch. Why'd she have to go there? Because she's PO'd is why she had to go there. And so um, just so that, you know, in the morning, the White House communication office, they have Morning Joe on because that's where they delivered their, their talking points. And they also do have Fox in the morning on. So they see this stuff. And they pull alarm bells and, and everything. And they're just like, why, do you, why did the Black Morning anchor on Fox have to put the mic in, in the, the mother of four's face and, and get this uh, unscripted? But they, in front of way, three times the audience of CNN and MSNBC. So, so then someone says, I know. Go to a conservative place and talk conservative to those slack-jawed yokels that had uh, houses next to the railroad. Oh, wait. Oh, no. She's going on. What about the people that are already here that don't have homes, that don't have jobs, that are sleeping on the street already? These people came from the airport here, probably on boats, probably on buses, and probably all for free. Now they're getting stipends. They're getting what else? I need money for me and my kids, and I was born here. Ouch, ouch, ouch. And so, that, so that's the deal. In, in two days, you get Venezuelans assaulting NYPD officers, and, and even that was on CNN and MSNBC. Even they can't ignore that because people in New York are really, really pissed about that. Uh, and the fact that the guys, the next morning, yesterday morning, 
walked out bail free like they would in San Francisco, L.A., Seattle. Yeah, it's a, aren't we no bail now? I'm not quite sure. I don't. I don't think it's that one. bad. But New, New York, New York elected a that Alvin, what's his name, Bragg guy is is just like all the no bail DAs on the West Coast, and so that's how you get five Venezuelan guys walking out of jail, coming here for sanctuary, beating the crap out of cops, and walking out with both middle fingers up. I mean, literally walking out of of uh, the precinct with both middle fingers up, no bail. The whole thing. So anyway, and then Fox did the the worst case scenario. They left the mic in the woman's face. And just to migrate. Where are those kids going to go right And And they're so panicking about minorities not voting for Biden and, and even worse, not just not voting for him, but voting for Trump. And they keep putting a mic in her mouth. No. Probably to the streets. To the streets where most of them are already at. You know, and you know, like when we look for help, it seems like the state and the governor and them people, they push us away. They want to turn our children to animals. They want our children to be bad and F up. Yeah. We want better for our community, but this right here is going to be show and it's going to be crazy and so, so now you're getting uh in a, a popular impression because that kind of, of of shot that has legs for days and you have a lot of minority uh voters that are saying we always sense this about the democratic party that when they have to they will they'll 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 balance everything on our backs and there you got her saying it and, and so uh, and then nikki haley went on uh you know, the, the guy that they always quote is that Charlemagne the God, who's on a morning show uh, in New York or whatever. The Breakfast Club. And, yeah, and that's, oh, so you listen, huh? Do you podcast it? No, I just know a thing or two. <laughs> um, so um, Nikki Haley, it was, it's, it's, that's the place where Biden said, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. I mean, that, the, the most arrogant statement you could ever make. And he said that, and he got away with it. And <clears throat> so uh, he had Nikki Haley on, and he—that was his first question because he's in New York watching this stuff unfold in front of a black mayor who's a former NYPD officer. So you have all the liberal white politicians in New York saying, "No, we have to help them," and the whole thing. And then you have people on public assistance, uh, African American New Yorkers, and uh, this woman in Boston. And they're all noticing the same thing. Why is it that this failed policy by this president winds up in our neighborhoods? And hey, and by what's your thoughts I, on immigration? And and by the way, we're we're um we're immune from this, evidently, except for the the crew of Venezuelans that that marched on City Hall on uh, Monday or whatever. Here's a little bit of Nikki Haley's response to Charlemagne the God on this issue. What's your thoughts on immigration? So first of all. We got to secure the border. I mean, America's acting like it's September 10th, and we better remember what September 12th felt like. It only takes one person. And I have been to the border, and it's horrific what's happening for both, for the people that are coming and for the people that have to live with it. So first, secure the border. We passed the toughest illegal immigration law in the country when I was governor. And we, I think the way we fix it is you say... We're going to have a national e-verify program. Every business has to prove that the people they hire are in this country legally. We've got to defund sanctuary cities once and for all. If they know there's a safe haven, they're going to keep coming. 
you got to put 25,000 Border Patrol and ICE agents on the ground and let them do their job. They're not. I, I would go right for the jugular. If I was on his show, I would say you, you, you'll see they're not shutting down the Beverly Hills uh, Kid Center. They're not shutting down the Brentwood Kid, uh, uh, Kid Center. They're not shutting down Manhattan. Look, look where they're putting their mess. Look what they're doing. Look, look who they're absolutely taking for granted that you can do whatever you want and they'll continue to vote for you. I, I would just, I'd campaign. I'd campaign a campaign. Uh, well, anyway, my spotty sense that there was no air defense at the American base, Tower 22 in Jordan, and that the administration figured this, it being Jordan was all the defense it needed, uh, may have turned out to be correct. And that there's embarrassing questions they really, really hope no one asks. Like, was there any air defense system at that base, or did the Iranians just have a free shot at killing Americans? AM 770 KTTH. eventually and that is if you take Canada for granted eventually they will build a pipeline to Vancouver and stop pumping their thick tar oil stuff through the Midwest uh, down to New Orleans and they've done it long-awaited pipeline project promises to cut Americans discount and and I mean like it or not we do have yeah we we could take advantage by do you know pumping more of our own oil why do that when there's cheaper stuff in Canada? And that, what's so funny is the the fraud, the hypocrisy that the Canadians are about CO two and global warming and the whole thing. They pump so much. It, it's like it's like a, a fur hat Saudi Arabia uh, up there. And I mean, I you know, I mean, you know, just I, I, the hypocrisy is that they're they're enriching themselves. They're making money off of oil, and then but they feel really guilty about it, and so they're. Prime Minister puts on blackface and all thing, but anyway, drivers in the Midwest may soon have to pay a bit more at the pump. The reason cheap Canadian oil will soon have a new set of buyers. For years, Canada's booming oil fields have had few choices but to funnel the country's thick tar-like crude oil through pipelines sneaking through the Midwest to the Gulf Coast. Well, that's over. Uh, what was that about the Midwest? Well, we're not the Midwest, so we don't care. You know why? Because of the Trans Mountain Pipeline. And but most of the U.S. Strategic Petroleum Reserve, which is literally in Louisiana, literally in salt caves. It's not above ground in big reservoirs. It's, it's in literal geologic, naturally occurring caves made of salt. It's the weirdest thing. And it's been like that for 30 years. For, well, I'm saying like, like 90 years. Because the region, it was the Strategic Oil Reserve, was in the event of some some foreign interloper cutting off uh, fuel oil for the Navy, we would have it. Okay, so that was the origin of it. But anyway, <clears throat> so Canada, having a map, Canada Googled it, and they said distance from Edmonton to New Orleans, and it came back, oh my heck. And then they said distance from Edmonton to Vancouver. 
And so <clears throat> the, the rest of the country is going to complain about a perennial higher gas price. But guess what has two thumbs and is not gonna? This guy. And you and if you're driving, you can do it too. Because the Trans Mountain Pipeline, soon, soon completed, um, has a spur line in Abbotsford that comes into good, right-thinking America, where freedom is still, we're free to made free, by golly, but it's going to be way cheaper than Illinois. So there's a spur that goes down to the uh, refinery in Anacortes, which is Arco or whatever. So we're, we're it's baked into the cake. We can say uh, thank you, Canada, to that one. That they're th uh, they're going to spin off, or it is spun off at Sumas, and it'll come down through Burlington to Anacortes. So we will get our God-given right, our natural right of cheaper gas here in the Northwest. Uh, and as as long as you all vote that initiative that eliminates uh, the the governor's uh, silly BS uh, fake you know, carbon tax crap that he just keeps the money with. But anyway, that's business for November. But, uh, you know, that's what I do. I find good news. There, there's your good news. That's your long-term good news, uh, folks. When when your brother-in-law or sister is complaining about the price of uh, price of gas in Illinois, you can tell them, man, not a Northwest problem um, on that one. Well, um, I'm, I'm, I'm already suffering... Uh, Withdrawal from football. Well, we only have one week off here, and then we get to the big game. Well, I know the superb owl never turns out to be the game that we would like it to be, but I, I got to tell you, I'm I'm ready to cut college football with a little bit of fentanyl uh, at this point. Um, meaning that the Pro Bowls this weekend, so you get to see uh, ah. Penix on Saturday, Bonix, Bonix from uh, Eugene, Penix from. Montlake, I mean, I will watch it. There was an awkward video surfacing yesterday on social media where Penix ran into Kalen DeBoer all tricked out in his Alabama gear. <laughs> and then really? you had Penix juxtaposed with all his purple and gold. And people were trying to read into what the nonverbal cues were meaning between the two. Well, I mean, he, he should wish him nothing but luck. You know, Penix occurs to me as a pretty well-adjusted adult human being who knows what's what and who's who. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, everybody in college sports these days is all about them, themselves and the brand and the whole thing. And he wouldn't be anybody without Kalen DeBoer. Um, or, or vice versa. I don't know. Um, but, uh, you know, that's how that works. I, I'm, I'm missing it. Because it's always, it's never a good game. It's never an offense. You, you can, you, you, you run one of four plays and that's that. And, but I'll, I'll be watching it. Uh, so there's that. And did I give you, should I reiterate this? Um, uh, because uh, Masters of the Air is old school. They're going to drop an episode per week on Friday. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw the trailer for it. Um, yeah, and so my bottom line on it is wait till it's on Netflix. Don't buy, if you don't have Apple right now, count yourself lucky. Don't Don't get it just for Masters of the Air. Um, if you can watch it all at once uh, in in one week on Amazon or wh where, wherever it winds up being, yeah, then do that. But uh, it's 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 flawed. Oh, really? It, it yeah, and I mean, it looks, it looks like great. they pumped hundreds of millions of dollars it, they, into, into that the thing. CGI and the whole thing, and it's all hanging off. I think sort of an underwhelming uh, story. 
um, on stuff. But uh, let me get to this. Uh, so um, CBS with uh, some news about the big, big Biden 2024, Biden storm 2024. The U.S. military is rushing additional air defenses to that base in By additional, he means some at all, because there was none at that base. And they really, really, really are hoping no one asks why. What was the system that was there? The U.S. military is rushing additional air defenses to that base in Jordan, which officials acknowledge had not been as well protected against drone attack as, as opposed to protected at all. American troop locations across the border in Iraq and Syria. Sunday was the first time the outpost known as Tower 22 had been attacked. The drone came in low and slow shortly after parts of the air defense system had been taken offline BS. to allow a returning American drone to land safely. There's no strip there. It doesn't, it doesn't have any facilities for fixed-wing drones. Um, so, so anyway, the administration is crossing their fingers that they can dangle enough shiny objects <clears throat> that no one is hip to them on this. But I heard even the, the one Pentagon correspondent I want to say from the Washington Post, David Ignatius, that everybody respects and bends over for and, oh, he's so distinguished and all. He, he's missing the boat on this. But anyway, and then they released uh, what they claim to be new imagery. And it's it's it's. Right in front of you. Where's the airstrip? What? What? Well, what's this story about? Oh well, we were spoofed because a drone was coming in, and so we turned off uh, the radar. And what? That makes zero sense. But you have to have been uh, at some point have some experience in targeting, I guess, to see that. And so, <clears throat> I saw former UN ambassador John Bolton on CNN this morning, sort of sparring with the uh, news network's anchor over. Biden administration's policy going forward. Really? They gave, they gave him a tongue bath on MSNBC. Oh, well, here's what he had to say. Let's get your thoughts. They feel not at risk. They are not deterred by the United States. So if you want to reestablish deterrence, there are ways to do it. The Biden administration is paralyzed uh, by its unwillingness to see this reality. And I would just make one final point here. Iran's behavior right now is objectionable in so many ways. Would you rather face that problem today or face it after Iran gets nuclear weapons? You think their behavior will be better then? We have a president who does. Um, and he doesn't believe uh, in retaliation. Um, and because he knows of the situation, in him out loud saying over and over and over, I don't want escalation, that's telling the enemy what, you, what your weakness is. And all the Iranians have to do is say, uh, if you strike, we will strike more decisively. They're lying. They have no way to. Um, but uh, he, he's so afraid of being in a conflict during an election year, and that really is what it boils down to, that he's going to – part of the diplomacy they've been doing is getting Mohammed bin Salman <clears throat> um, of Saudi Arabia, who, by, by the way, hates Biden as much as he hated Obama. Um, trying to get him to do whatever it takes to to rooster block, to mail chicken block Iran and recognize Israel right now because Israel is going to uh, announce a permanent ceasefire or whatever and acceptance of a two-state solution. So he's going to do this grand, uh, grand move. Uh, see what I did? I'm Biden the peacemaker. I brought peace, um, <clears throat> even though Hamas is still in charge of Gaza. Don't ask me about that. 
And so that's what, and then, and look, I'm announcing it from East Palestine. How perfect. Um, so uh, the plane's full of uh, Hamas people that are coming to East. There's going to be a spill of Hamas there in East Palestine. But um, but th- that's there's more evidence that that's going to be happening than anything else. Because, uh, as I say, um, he doesn't like making those calls. He the, the, the cost of committing to putting your people in harm's way is more than he's willing to bear. Uh, and and he's he's he even equated losing his son to cancer in a hospital bed at Walter Reed was somehow gave him some insight into the parents of a 24 year old uh, who was killed on Sunday. It, it gives him none, none, none at all. But anyway, that's what the future looks like. I'm talking about three days from now and three years from now when we're um, when we're burning that uh, thick. Canadian gas and our cheap uh, internal combustion vehicles and stuff. When we come back, uh, a quick uh, checking of the texting, 800-465-8770. And why did the woman make the airplane's center aisle her own bathroom? People are shocked. uh, KTTH. Zero says they are caves left over from mining the salt out of them. That's why I called them salt mines. But anyway, I guess I, I failed because I said natural, natural caves. Anyway, regardless, it's uh, AM seven seventy KTTH Brian suits here, and <clears throat> that's just a sample of some of the texts that I've curated. It's actually the first one I'm reading. Um, well, so we'll see tomorrow. Four two five says, guys, how are they going to spin the East Palestine trip? Uh, they are uh, sending grandpa into hostile territory. That's what they're terrified of. I mean, if you think Democrat voters in Boston are mad about illegal aliens going in their community center, wait, wait till wait till you get Trump voters who a year ago um, saw their houses uninhabitable, water undrinkable, you know, and someone even asked uh, KGP yesterday, is he going to drink some water when he's there? And, I mean, you know the answer to that. But, um, and I don't want to play any more of her. Because uh, because the um, the irritation, when she announced it, sort of at the end, the irritation was was really obvious. It's not rational, it's not reasonable, and it's not practical. Um, and uh, 310 says, Brian Boston's also a winner, so the kids can't really play outside, need the indoor sports courts and community resources this time of year. That, I'm, I'm guessing that that's why girlfriend is so angry. Uh, by the way, uh, just wild stab on that one. Just to migrate. Where are those kids going to go right now? Probably to the streets. To the streets. Where most of them are already at. You know, you know, like when we look for help, it seems like the state and the governor and them people, they push us away. They want to turn our children to animals.
Ouch. And that's not an angry resident of East Palestine. That's a uh, self-identified black Democrat in Boston. And turns out she has a mouth that works and she, she probably has friends. Uh, they even talked to a, a Boston City Council person who was pretty steamed uh, at this uh, as well. And uh, you, you have the you have these children, don't you, Producer Greg? I've got three of those children. Do you like that uh, child tax credit? Give me some more. It's kind of it's kind of cool. Um, so you can help more low income families and claim more money if they pass this bill. The House voted yesterday to expand the child tax credit, but it may be tripping in the Senate because uh, Republican Republican senators are saying. That's going to help the Biden administration. Incentivizing procreation and raising the next generation, I think, is sound policy. So I'll take some of that money, Um, some of my money back. And so the punchline is today, the punchline to yesterday's story about Elon Musk, a Delaware chancery court um, heard a lawsuit by shareholders about his uh, about his his uh, his stipend, his his uh, welfare money. His salary is $56 billion from Tesla. And she found in favor of the plaintiff and put a hold on that $56 billion. Elon, Elon overnight tweeted, don't incorporate in Delaware, and that he wants to hold a shareholder vote. He did a Twitter poll, and he wants to hold a shareholder vote to move the Tesla Corporation to Texas. So there's that. That's his, that's his maneuver X. On that one, and, Elon, and I, I don't know enough about it to know. I all I know is uh, I used to work for a company that intentionally, the guy lived in Florida for personal income tax reasons, but the company was incorporated in Delaware. I'm sure there's a great reason because everybody does it and the whole thing. But uh, anyway, that's the maneuver. So he wants to have, and it's the shareholders that would that would have to vote on that one. So that's how he blocks that deal. So there's uh, there's that. So here's a Boston. Well, do you have any curated? Or imagine being able to be magically whisked away to Delaware. Hi, I'm in Delaware. <laughs> no, that's all the time. I just want the, the files there. And also, okay, so let's get around to virtue signaling. As I said yesterday, this is apparently a biannual event where you subpoena. The big tech billionaires to get out of their their jacuzzis full of orphan blood, get on their Gulf streams and fly out here and answer some plain old plain speaking questions from senators. Many right? contentious exchanges yesterday yes, on Capitol Hill. Almost like they were scripted or something. My goodness. And Wait, hold on. Are you saying that senators were grandstanding? Well, and that was the funniest part was like Amy Klobuchar was doing the I'm so sick of this act, but then she compared the big tech uh, industry to and she, oh, why, and she goes, "Why is it that a door can blow off of a Boeing plane in mid-flight and they're grounded the next day?" It's like, well, if it was that simple, if if Instagram, um, you, you know, if you had eyeglasses like they're among us or whatever, and you suddenly see the aliens, they do that too. It's just that we're talking about computer code. And what I love about this is um, is these senators invoking that. Well, you know, they tweak the algorithm. I'm surprised they didn't they didn't subpoena Al Gorithm. Where's he? 
I see. I see you here, Zuckerberg. I have a somewhat nuanced Mr. take, Mr. Gorithm, Mr. Uh, Algorithm. I thought some of the harsh questioning was warranted from the likes of Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley towards you know the Snapchat CEO Mark Zuckerberg and so on. But then at times it sort of spilled over into what could only be called McCarthyism well, at various points. I mean, Tom Cotton. Have you ever been a member of the Chinese Communist Party? Senator, I'm Singaporean. No. Have you ever been associated or affiliated with the Chinese Communist Party? I, I mean, is it 1955? And, and that's the thing, because ByteDance is partially owned by the Chinese Communist Party, but Chu, the CEO of TikTok, and they own TikTok, the CEO of TikTok in North America, um, he is from Singapore. And if you know how Singapore works, more than 50% of the, of the country, the government and all the successful businesses are run and owned by ethnic Chinese. China has a hand in there, uh, but if you're a Singaporean citizen, then you're uh, a citizen of one of the most libertarian places in, in the country. Just don't graffiti the walls or you'll be caned. But uh, he is ethnically Chinese, but his, and his kids are American. His wife is American. <clears throat> he lives here. And Cotton did ask, are you applying for a passport? And he said, no, not yet. He's not eligible to yet, but... Uh, but what what's more ridiculous, asking him if he's actually Mao or accusing Mark Zuckerberg of running the world's largest child trafficking ring? That doesn't mean we're perfect. There are definitely issues that we have, but we continue Mr. to invest Zuckerberg, in that. Yes, think, there are I, a lot that is slipping through. It appears that you're trying to be the premier sex trafficking Of course not, Senator. In this uh, country. Senator, that's ridiculous. No, it Senator, is not ridiculous. Uh, you want to turn around this, and tell these people that... We don't want this content on our platforms. And we, why don't you take it down? We do take we it down. We are here discussing... We, we, do we more need work you to take all to than, work than, with than, us. No, you're not. Does she even know what she's talking about? Uh, Senator, let me bring yeah. my VP of tech, uh, Mr. Gorithm in. Al, come on in. Uh, yeah, you know, here, here's the thing. Instagram, I, I, I'm surprised that I guess they all have brands and marketing and lawyers who told them don't say this. But they could say, you know what? Shut us down tomorrow. There will be someone by the end of the day. There'll be Graham Insta. You know, I mean, that's just the way it is. Any new technology or invention has the potential for equal parts, good or evil. The problem here is there's not enough regulation and safeguards on social media when it comes to kids. I think we can all agree on that. But what we saw yesterday, again, some warranted judicious lines of questioning. But then at other times, th this would be akin to dragging uh, all the car manufacturers in front of Congress, uh, having families of people who died in car fatalities. Blaming and, the roundness and, and of then, the wheels. And then saying, you're responsible for 40,000 dead per year. Get up and apologize to all these families who had loved ones die on the roadways. Okay, okay, we get it. Like, social media has been misused, and, and we need to put some safeguards around it. But, I, I mean, to, to make these people, like, the evil, I don't know, that they were portrayed as being, I think that went a little too far at times yesterday. Oh, Tom, I mean, I'd far. be so bad at this. Because, first of all, I'm fresh out of Fs. I'm worth $40 billion. And I would say, yeah, you got me. I invented bullying. You, I'm the man. I'm the guy. So I you didn't take any action. I invented you bullying. Didn't any action. You didn't fire anybody. You haven't compensated sure. a single not, victim. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. There's this was the most here. performative part. When Josh yeah. Hawley, this this felt choreographed to me. That uh, Hawley would not turn down a contribution from Meta. 
but it gave Zuckerberg the chance to stand up and turn around and be a man about this because Holly challenged him to turn around and, and look at all those pictures of, of, of kids. And they were choreographed as well. I mean, look, I, I, anyone who's ever lost um, a loved one to suicide knows there's, there's no explanation. You can't put it on TikTok or Instagram or whatever. Um, bullying, that's a different deal. Some kids, um, some kids have someone accidentally bump into them and think they were bullied. There's no single answer for this. And it's not from this guy, this uh, algorithm. They're here. You're on national television. Would you like now to apologize to the victims who have been harmed by your product? Show them the pictures. Would you like to apologize for what you've done to these good people? So, I, so he's accusing Zuckerberg of causing their children to commit suicide. That, that I mean, believe me, I don't like the robot that runs Meta, but I think it's a bit unfair to be blaming him for all of the, uh, the deaths of their teens. <clears throat> Because then why aren't there adult suicide, adult suicides blamed on uh, Instagram, I guess. Uh, by the way, Brian does junk. It's a great feed. Check it out. B-R-Y-A-N does junk. One word. Back in a second, I am 770 KTTH.